Doug Sprinthal. Mike Blaina. Andy Brent Bernard. JB. Ron Saver. And our special guest. Uh, Sam J. There's that nice smile. I knew you had a nice <laughs> smile in you. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Let everybody know that might be in the market for a car next week. We are closed. All Walzer stores, all our businesses closed on Christmas Day. Uh, most people know in the state of Minnesota we're closed on Sunday as well. Uh, the next day, Tuesday, rolls out our end-of-the-year sales. It'll be You can actually see the sale, the deals right now if you go to walzer.com for all 15 locations in the Twin Cities. The specials are up, and they're, if, you, if you're in town, and I don't think anybody's in town right now. I got to park right in front of the studio for the first time in four years. But if you happen to be the one person that's left in the cities and wants to buy a car, go to walzer.com, and those specials are valid already. That's, that's what I got. It's a wonderful commercial it's there. pretty straight, really. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that on, sounds better. You're on YouTube, you know. Well, they can see you on YouTube. Yeah, I know. So... You know, we can read your... Let's do a plug for Sam's Club. This fine outfit was $14. $14, bucks, and they got plenty more with I those I think they're trying from. to clear their inventory before uh, before Christmas hits, because I can't imagine these are really hot items in February. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. That's all I know. That's all enough. Okay. That's good. I played Kung Fu Christmas for the marketing department today. They were just mortified. Shots in here, so I don't know. What do you need? Like shots, mimosas. You need some booze? Yeah. We got booze. (laughs) You want some booze? Yeah. What do we what do we got for booze? I'll take a I'll take a look and see. Not a lot because someone drank it all. I'm telling you. (laughs) 
Oh, it's unbelievable. We used to have like 50 bottles of booze in here. I think we're down to five now. Because well, it's because you had the comedians come in. I know. The comedians <laughs> come in at night, and they just ransack it. What yeah. do the comedians do at night? They're just in here. They have their own show. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. And they're drinking, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Comedians like to drink. We drink, man. You always been a drinker? Yes. I, I'm from a drinking city. I'm from Boston. Boston, yeah. I'm from a drinking family. How many people in your family? My grandma had 11 kids. 11? 11. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm from seven. I'm like, I'm from one of those families where there's, there was alcohol at the three-year-old birthday parties. Like, I like I, it. I don't remember functions without alcohol. Uh, me too. Sure. Same story. Mm-hmm. My uh, first drink I ever had, I was four years old. I took a sip of my, uh, my dad's uh, whiskey Coke. That was... Mm. Uh, mm. 13, These are good. 13 months old the first time I got hammered. You were 13 months yeah, old? Yeah, my dad was going to grad school, and we were living with my grandparents. My mom got me up mm. Christmas morning. Wow, that's all we have left? Mm. That's Jeez. all that's left? Yeah. Uh, Honest to God, there was so much booze in there, it was unbelievable. And, and there's three bottles, and they don't have And they all got to swallow. Mm-hmm. Okay, gonna, do we have any cups? I'm going to drink that quite well. Are you going to drink the Yeah, I'm going to drink that. You're going to get crazy on me, are you? No. Okay, so you're 13 months old, and your dad was what? My dad's in grad school, so we're living with my grandparents. And mom gets me up on Christmas morning, goes to the fridge, and pulls out a pitcher of orange juice. Well, my grandfather made something Uh-oh. called State of Mains, which is basically Jack Daniels screwdrivers. Oh, Had a couple of those man. and slept right through Christmas as a 13-month-old. It's been downhill ever since. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I was four years old, taking a sip of my dad's whiskey Coke. Mm. And then with my attitude, Sam, after I had had that drink about five minutes later, I said, the hell are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> it's turned up immediately. I you know, I haven't changed at all in all these years. Like just it. how it is. My, how, my, how's that tequila? I'm about to, I don't know. Well, you got caramel in your mouth still. That's got to go be interesting. Down, it's going to go down like tequila wood at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My younger brother mm-hmm. doesn't drink much, and it's because my old man would have Boilermakers when he got home. But he would leave them out, and he'd go take a bath, and my little brother would go sip. Or sip, sip. them? Mm-hmm. Did he not know they were alcoholic, or did he? And he just saw his dad drinking something, and something. he thought it was, oh, he yeah. drinking Like, it he too. knew it was for grown-ups, mm-hmm. but he probably wasn't sure of, like, the... It's like when a kid first drinks coffee. What's in it? We used to live, uh, leave ginger snaps and shots of bourbon for Santa. Shots of bourbon? Thought, you know, for your dad. Well, that's what Santa yeah. wants, right? He, yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Now it's fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Santa some fentanyl, see how things are working out. How's that whole opiate thing doing? Sam is what at is? Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow yeah. night. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night. Yes, sir. How's it going so far? Good. Thursday was fun. The crowd was fun. They let it happen. That's all you can ask for. That's good. Yeah. So you lit them up. They were happy. They were happy. That's I a think nice chain, by the way. Thank you. I think everybody left feeling good. Well, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they? Uh, sometimes they don't. What? <laughs> when I mean, you're on stage? Sometimes. Why? Everybody doesn't always agree with you. No. No. They kind of do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all works out. It's a fun thing. Well, so it's good. We have some tequila. We have some caramel for you. Yes, yeah, working out. 
Do you need to look eat? it up? We got some meat and crackers and cheese if you'd like some of that. We just had some breakfast. Oh, you did? Yeah. You go to Bad Waitress? We did. Yeah, we did. Man, he owns a Bad Waitress more than any living <laughs> Oh, that's his, like, thing? Oh, yeah. So he, he was going to bring us. Spot. You knew you were bringing us there. You it's acted like, because he was acting like, oh, I have no idea where to go. And then he was like, Bad Waitress. So now I know that's really? what you do. You what? pulled that one? It's a spot that's open <laughs> at 10 o'clock in the morning it that is. serves a decent breakfast that's right in town. It so. is indeed. I was told that this isn't really a breakfast town like when you you don't got like a lot of great breakfast spots i don't know because i'm always working so i don't know about mm. breakfast so there aren't there are R- not a lot of great original breakfast pancake spots. house best one in town yeah. there's two or three That's good, of them isn't it? oh original pancake house really good. good well you got uh owls on campus yeah. owls Pro- breakfast, yep. problem with owls though there's like 12 stools yeah it's the yeah. size of this room and then People stand behind you waiting for you to finish oh, I know. eating. Oh, so they can eat? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's savage. That. I don't like savage stuff like There's that. a pizza place down in Florida. <laughs> savage. There's a pizza place down in Florida near uh, my parents' house, and it, they must have six seats in the entire place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't like that kind yeah, of stuff. It's, yeah. it's like, this is America. Get it, get it the fuck together. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, it's supposed to be New York style, which means, you know, cramped and unpleasant. Yeah, but New York's trash. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Now, did you just say New York? It's trashy. It's, it is trashy. Total Bostonian. All <laughs> <laughs> a New York trashy. It's Props trashy. to that. Yeah. <laughs> Too cramped like and smelly. That. Yeah, man. It smells real bad there. Does it? All the time. In it, the it summer? Is, yeah. It's it like a unfiltered podcast, correct? Uh, actually, it's a it's a terrestrial show too. But you, we we got an editor. I could say like fuck. Well, apparently. Melina's right. <laughs> keeping track. Mike just sits over and goes, huh? I think we're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, you, oh, you got to edit this. All right, I'll chill out. I won't make you guys do Fuck shit, ass, damn, pussy, dick. There you go. You, now Thanks. you just got it in a block. Yep. Yeah. So That's just all one of the system. Yeah. We're good. That's good. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. So uh, you got family yourself? Are you married? Oh, uh, man, I'm in the middle of a divorce, kind of. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, it just wasn't going to work out. One of those deals wasn't going to work yeah. out. Yeah. Where's he from? She. She. She is from. See, I, I suppose now, being my age, I suppose I should adjust to where are they from? Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want. When I say he, just made an assumption. I, no, I, was, I actually appreciate it because most people look at me and would have said she just because of how I look. So then you went. What, th- what does that mean? Because I got a short haircut and I kind of look like a boy. So most people would have said. You look like a boy? To some people. You're a pretty boy. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just Thank being honest. You. I'm just being honest with you. Uh, I no. Uh, no, I never thought you were a boy, Sam. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be thought of as a boy. So that's nice. Well, yeah, uh, no, good thing. So, so you got together with her, and did you get married and everything? Yeah, we got. We got so you fully did. married. So how long? Not long. <laughs> <laughs> not long. So not long. Not long. You, well, you know, you May was married for about a year. You remember for a year? Yeah, two years. Is she from Boston? Yeah. Is that gonna be? Don't give me that look now. She's blaming it on me over nah. here. It's Tom's fault. Yeah, two years. We married two years. We met in uh, February. We got married in June. Uh-huh. And uh, now we're divorcing. Is, is, is marriage, uh, I don't know, is it even called gay marriage anymore? Because not, you know. Just, I don't know. I just think it's marriage. Uh, it's just marriage. Mm-hmm. So it's but legal. We, it's we legal in all states, isn't it? Yeah. 
I thought it was in all states. Yeah, it's a, it's a federally legal yeah, thing that's now. What I thought. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court ruling. I, that's what I thought. So, so you get married. You better check the newsreader. That could could have changed. Like right now, <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump bans marriage. Okay. I'd be like, word. I hope we go back in a no shit, too. I'd be like, it's perfect. That's right. It'd save you a nah, lot of money. Nah, nah, you want a Can I'll, you do a I can, but I don't think she's She's like, she doesn't want to do it. So do you have children? No. Well, well, no why, get, you get, why do you give me this look? You could have children. We could, but we don't. She'd well, rather I mean, get divorced than an annulment? She's being a bitch. Uh, <laughs> you, you gotta edit that out. I see. Welcome no, to <laughs> Welcome to the club. Her thing with the annulment is like, she's just being a girl about it. Like she's like, an annulment is like it, we never existed, uh, and that's not true. And it's like, but so what? You know? It's a lot less messy. It's a lot less messy. Let's do mm-hmm. the easier thing. Cheaper you know? too. She wants to put well. me through a thing. <laughs> she uh, does. Yeah. You don't uh, seem very happy about that. I'm not. I'm not. I just want it to be over. And it's like, now this is the whole thing. And That's got to be tough. I've never been divorced. But, I, you know, Doug, you've been through it about seven, eight times. I'm on For my, real? I'm on my final wife. Well, how many times have you been married? Boy? <laughs> the fuck out of here. Well, I'm old, though. Oh, well, man. Got a lot he of has been swinging dick all over the place, I'm brother. good at getting married. I'm What's not so up? good at staying married. And I finally found the right one. Are you like a, like a, you know, a serial monogamous, bro? Uh, it's a kind of a long story. <laughs> An unwilling <laughs> I married my college sweetheart. She was the apple of my eye. Things were going really well until she decided she was going to move to California with her boyfriend. Oh, damn. That was kind of a oh. relationship. All right, that's not, that's not you. All right. Again, and I was that, single for a long time. Do you keep left, or you are sometimes the divorcer? Uh, second time, it was my choice. Oh, okay, cool. Third time. Uh, no, 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 I'm not. If I mess this one up. <laughs> oh, I, you're I on need, three. Yeah. Oh, okay, I, okay, I got okay. remarried eight, nine years ago. Okay, cool. Oh, you're Wonderful doing woman. Bro. She's just great. You out here. You're doing it. Yeah. Well, third tries to try. Sometimes right? it takes a couple. I'm a slow learner. That's fine. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be married like five more times before it's all over. Five more, you think? I just. It I, does I, get expensive. I will I tell like, you that. Uh, yeah. I like. I don't mind being in a relationship. I like having a balanced life in that way. Yeah, so I yeah. did really want a wife. I did want that, but it just mm-hmm. didn't work, you know. But I'm not turned off to the idea at all. To getting married again? Yeah, no, nah, not at all. Well, see, that's a good thing. I didn't get married till I was 33 years old. 32, I guess. I was, mm, I was about that age. I got married at 32, and we've been together now for what 34 years. That's dope, man. That's beautiful. She's a she's a great woman, I'll tell you. She's a very strong woman. See, I I, I was raised by my mother. Mm-hmm. Seven kids in my family, and my mother raised us. So I listen to women much more than I listen to men because yeah. I wasn't raised by a man, right? So mm-hmm. I just listen to women now. And so my wife kind of takes advantage of that. But balance. <laughs> I mean, you got to find balance with, with you, you know? Swear to God, Sam, she came home the other night. She went to the doctor for an exam. And she comes home, and I said, you seem awfully happy. That's good. You must have had a good physical, and everything's everything's great. She goes, yeah, everything is fantastic, except he did tell me that I got to get some stress out of my life, so you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I said, settle down, honey. Dial it back. But that's our son down there. Oh, what's up? Our son, Andy, and then our, our daughter, Alex, usually comes in and sits where uh, you filthy animal's sitting. Right <laughs> thank now. you. Thank you very much. Catherine sits uh, right there. But yes, it was a family podcast. That's usually. Dope. But, it, but it's now now a terrestrial show. It's in a few markets, and it's going to be in a few more, and probably That's about twenty awesome. by the time next year. 
That's yeah, dope. you know, it all works. I like doing radio because I meet all meeting new people. I really like to meet new people and talk to them, find out because they get different takes on things. For sure. You know, it's really funny. I did test you earlier, and you did very well. You test me? How? I said you were pretty. Oh. Some women, you tell them they're pretty now, they get mad. Oh, no. I like being pretty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that never going to upset me. That well, only happened women. once, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it was both of them, and they got really mad did about they? it. Oh. I, what's weird? Does this make sense to you, Sam? Break it down. I'll I think that women have beautiful eyes. Therefore, I think all women are, be- are really, really pretty in that, their own now, way. Now, Sam, just so you know, he's got Nancy Pelosi in this club, too. Well, okay. Nancy Pelosi's a pretty woman. She's 80 years I, old. I know dude. she's 80. <laughs> Look at her, though. I mean, for 80 years. How do you you're think just you're saying you appreciate the yeah. beauty that it That's is it. femininity. That's exactly it. I women have beautiful eyes. They got really mad at me. Did they? Well, they, they're feminists. I guess so. Yeah. So I said, when you kiss my... Yeah, Nancy's <laughs> only 77. She actually oh, is. See. Oh, yeah, that's right. This, yes, she is hot for that's 77. Fine. Don't you look at me and say it's right in my wheelhouse. I was about to, then I caught it. I know it. you I were. Didn't let I know you were. Did you see that? <laughs> so you're probably a little older than she is. Man. I thought I was going to say she's a little older than you. Well, yeah, by Because like if you say years. you married your wife when you were 33, you've been married for about 34 years. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing the math. Puts you about 67. 66, close enough. Bang, she's 77. I still don't believe that. I think she's lying. I think she is 80. Damn. Don't you think? Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> stop lying. Yeah, don't you think Nancy know. Pelosi's like you 80? Old, we know. I, I don't think about her that much, but you kind of like infatuated <laughs> well, with her. Well, she's on TV every that night for five answer. hours. That was the best Thank you. <laughs> every time I see Nancy Pelosi, she's all going like this. This is going to destroy America. Why don't you calm She down. is a little bit of a drama queen. I feel like I'll give that about that. everything. I've been talking about that lately. Like, I want to hear about that. Everybody just kind of stopped the, the nonsense. Mm-hmm. I was tired of acting like they care so much when everybody knows that we don't. We don't care as I much know. as we're pretending we, we care. That's a good point. It's annoying because it's like no one's stopping anything they're doing. Like Everyone keeps saying like Trump's going to destroy the country or this tax. But then everybody like, you're still shopping. You're still, you're like, no one's stopping anything. No, you're absolutely right about that. Like, shut up. I like it. I like your attitude because that's the way I feel. It's like, would you leave me alone? You got the people way over to the left and way over to the right, yeah. and then the rest of us are stuck in the middle having to hear it. Just trying to be humans. Just trying to be humans. That's <laughs> it. We will take a break. We'll be right back in just a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes, I should say, probably. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. LASIK changed my life. Dr. David Whiting changed my life. He can get rid of those contacts, get rid of those glasses, and truly change your life. He's performed over 100,000 LASIK procedures, so there's no one else around who can compare. Let me tell you, if you're thinking about having your eyes corrected, check out Dr. Whiting and the folks over at Whiting Clinic. They've got the most advanced lasers. They've got the most experience. And they've got the best price, guaranteed. All the reasons you'd choose Whiting Clinic for your LASIK vision correction. Make this year the year 
that you get LASIK from Dr. David Whiting. Schedule your free LASIK exam at whitingclinic.com and please tell them I sent you. That's whitingclinic.com to take the first step in having clear lens-free vision at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. A newborn king to see Finest gifts we bring. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tom Bernard Show. Sam J. Rip Brown's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, two shows. Mm-hmm. What are you laughing about over there? The cussing pastor. What's he cussing about now? He just cusses people out, <laughs> and it's great. He, 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 and he's a pastor. And he's the one that uses the MF for all the time. Yeah, yeah, I know who that yeah, is. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. He's so good. He I, called he called them bitch ass bitches and hoe ass niggas. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> pastor. In a pincher. A pastor. <laughs> I have to awesome. ask you a question, Sam. <laughs> You know what? We we have a lot of guests in here. I, I, what do we have, Andy? How many? We got to have. Man, it's got to be three hundred guests a year to come through this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. You know, I'm a sixty six year old white guy. For some reason, black people have no problem dropping the big N in front of me. Yeah. Which is kind of an honor, actually. Yeah. Because you you see you don't know me, but you trust me. Why? So do you? Uh, do you put a plaque in your house? You <laughs> put a plaque. Honor is like when you get inducted into no. the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. For, for a black person to use that word in front of a white guy is very rare. I have a different. Oh, someone called me that on Wednesday. I have a different. I um, called you that on no, Wednesday. Uh, I have a different the perspective oh. of that, though. Okay, I want to hear. I it. think it's like a, a generational thing. Too. It is definitely. Like, for oh, because you're older than me. Yeah. For me, for me, it's not like I think for older black people, it's a big deal. And, and using it amongst each other was more of a like inner thing. And then you weren't going to do that in front of white people because you didn't want them to feel comfortable yeah. with the work. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's about not changing how I speak to make white people comfortable. I agree. Like, I'm not going to do that. If this is how I speak, this is how I speak. Sense. And you're just going to come along with what I'm doing or you're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, I understand exactly. That's why I don't take any like thought to using it because it's like I'm not going to change how, how I speak for anybody. I think, see, I think that's the smart thing to do and I think it's the right thing to do. People changing who they are and what they are just for, I got right. I have no interest in that. Like I go into like meetings at Viacom and I'll call all of them niggas if that's what I'm <laughs> what I'm what speaking about and that's just where I'm at. Um, <laughs> you know what's great about this, Sam? <laughs> Uh, we had talked about Donnell Rawlings earlier th- this morning, and Donnell was in, what, a couple weeks ago now? Yeah, two weeks ago. And what's so great, because we, we're, our affiliates are all north of Minneapolis and St. Paul, so like St. Cloud and then Brainerd and Duluth and all the rest of it. Yeah, you think so, there's a lot of white people around here. There's a ton of white people. So this is the first time they've ever heard anybody talk like that on our affiliate. Minneapolis oh, really? is actually, the uh, proportion of white people is fairly low for the country. Yeah, but not in Brainerd, though. It's but, a different yeah. story. The rest of the state is yeah, very Brainerd. different than Minneapolis. That's true. So I think it's good for them because we keep being told by, by people on television, like national television, mm-hmm. news anchors and all the rest of it, mm-hmm. that we all hate one another and we'll never get past it. And just because we don't have the same same uh, orientation or skin color or, right. or gender or whatever, that we all hate <laughs> one another. So I think it's good for people out in the you know, smaller towns mm-hmm. to hear things like this. 
Because any it's, type it, of it exposure means, can only help you. Exactly, but a lot of people don't believe that. That's because they're wrong. You like that caramel? It's good. <laughs> I just want, that's why I didn't want to get into. It. I'm a candy. I'm a candy kid. I understand. I love candy. But see, yo, so I think that's good. So you think it's just a, a, the fact that being a younger generation that you don't that you don't you just are who you are yeah. and if they don't like it, it's too bad yeah so i agree with that mm-hmm. so i think that's a smart that's way to go i think it's a smart way to go do you know where the word came from in the first place you know what it's always like a million theories with all that stuff yeah really there's for real one. there's like a million theories with like that and like cracker was a cracker the whip i don't believe none of that shit i just believe nobody knows and for a lot of it, it's, yeah, it's just kind of theories. Actually, the original use of the big N was Irish immigrants could not pronounce the word Negro. It's that, always the Irish being dumb. <laughs> well, they were drunk. The it was right after they That's got hammered. I kid, I kid, I kid. I kid, I kid. <laughs> it's always the Irish being dumb. Well, I guess we just lost. Sounds just like my grandpa. We lost. We lost our Irish audience just now. Well, one of the greatest Lower. line in movie history. Yeah. We won't take the blanks and the blanks. We'll take the blanks and the blanks, but no Irish. But we, we won't. We don't want the Irish <laughs> from Blazing Saddles. Yeah. It was phenomenal. No, I, I, like I said. Learning things, laughing and learning things. People don't want to laugh at anything anymore. Oh, they don't man. think anything's funny anymore. It's, it's you, crazy. It's a crazy climate. for that. Now, Sam, you do a lot of a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you even consider? I you probably don't even consider what uh, uh, people's take on. Oh, that's insensitive. Or, good, nah. good, good. I'm glad to hear. I can't care about that. No, you can't care about that. But some people, oh, because uh, everything's insensitive now. You can't say anything about anything. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't have any opinion. That's it's really scary because it's becoming very uh, monolithic. Like there's only one way to think, and if any thought is outside of that, then it's racist or sexist or biased or it's this and it's like now sometimes people just let me ask you a disagree. You know? Very quick question. You can Why, agree to disagree. When you said racist, I see you went like racist and sexist, and you pointed to me every time. You just over here, not, <laughs> not, not because I think <laughs> you just in this in this area. Yeah, I'm just in there, like mm-hmm. racist and sexist. I mean, like I know, like my stuff is like a lot of my stand up is very, you know, all of that. But that's just to me human. You it's know, funny. like you're gonna you're gonna be those things naturally because you're out experiencing the world, and you're not always gonna think. The right, whatever the right way is. Yeah, there know? is no right way. There is no right way, and like it's just, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I did this podcast and I was talking about how I went to Vegas and I was hanging out in the VIP. It was like first time, me and my friend, we had both gotten on SNL together, and we, you know, we hadn't found that part out. But we had just been getting a lot of stuff, and it was just like, hey, let's go celebrate life. Life has been great. So we go to Vegas. We go to have like a great party. It's like VIP the whole time, everywhere we go. So we went to see the Migos, and we had a VIP. And then these fat girls tried to be in our <laughs> VIP. And, like, I'm a fat girl, so I'm not anti-fat girls, but I'm anti-fat girls on VIP night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they was like, this is not the look for right now. You know what I mean? And so they tried to come in and just sit down. Like, they weren't yeah. even, like, turned up fat girls. Like, they weren't there to party. They just came uh-huh. to try to sit and have a better view. And I was like, hey, like, y'all know y'all shouldn't be up in here like you'll see what we trying to do don't don't bring this fat aesthetic to this party right now <laughs> the fat because i'm not with I like it that. y'all gotta get the hell out of here 
And then I was talking about this, and a bunch of people wrote like, "Oh, you know, like ah, that's not body positive, and how could I say oh, that?" God. And da da da. And everybody, it's like, yeah, everybody's welcome in some shit I'm not paying for. But if I'm paying for it, I have every right to have the aesthetic yeah. that I want. And I didn't want to look at fat girls. It wasn't a fat girl night. <laughs> There are fat girls. When night. is fat girl night? I, yeah. was just I mean, like, if I was, like, you know. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesdays. Yeah, no. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday after evening. six. Sunday evening. <laughs> hey, whatever works. One day a week, though. One, just one day a week is fat but girl. But it's like, you can't have any opinions anymore. You can't just be like, I don't like that. Why is that that the, the people feel now you can't have an opinion about anything that every. Because we have to agree on every single thing, so you really can't have a different opinion. Because. What is that? People are pussies. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's scared to have yeah. people... Scared to just be disliked. It's like everybody's yeah. not going to like you, bro. The fear <laughs> That's just the reality. Everybody's not going to think you're attractive. Everybody's not no. going to like you. Everybody's right. not going to think you're funny. Like, that's just fact. But people are trying to create these bubbles where they don't have to feel any of that anymore. And it's like, well, that's a part of being a person. You know, it's so amazing because you and I talked about your influences getting into you know comedy and all the rest of it and you talked about eddie murphy is the first person you mentioned who basically because my inspiration was was richard pryor and i will say this and i say it every time i'm still angry that i can't say the first two name of his first two albums oh this nigga's crazy <laughs> and bicentennial mm-hmm. and bicentennial nigga, those are great albums he offended everyone and that's why he was so funny yeah that's the it was phenomenal i think like that's the job really is to push everybody's sensibilities like that's the point you're, you're up right. there to like push people's thinking you're not up there to like there's a lot of applause comedy going on right now there's a lot of just yeah. like good yeah. points comedy you said a noble thing yeah you said the right thing you said the feminist thing you said the you know pro uh gay thing so it's like that's not comedy though comedy is like push all the things like, i agree john oliver and yeah, yeah a lot of these that, like oh they just good. say what people you're, agree you're, with right and, you know. it's fucking corny it's so corny it's like oh, come on man it is corny but people get very very angry it, it's just unbelievable to me how they Oh, that's true. I'd rather walk four people in a show knowing that I was being a whole person up there than have everybody like me. No, I agree. Like I agree. Now how about right now when you when you submit bit we talked about um, you know, some bits you submit maybe won't be picked up or, mm-hmm. or, or you think they're gonna go somewhere and then at the last second they decide they don't have time to do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you don't get any complaints say, Well this we can't do that because it's it's not it's too it's too insensitive. You don't get that, do you? Well, I don't write that way for the show because I understand what it is. I mean, it's an entire entity. It's, right. It has sponsors. It has responsibilities. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not going to sit there. But I do try to write the stuff in a way where it's submersive and can be in the show and still mm-hmm. make the points. And I think that's what the show tries to do and has always uh, attempted to do, sometimes more successful than others, is just to be this voice that's on national TV platform that is saying stuff that people aren't really saying on those right. plat- and on such a platform. Yeah, it's, yep. it's so funny to me now because a lot of people bitch about SNL. They're so political. Why, why doesn't it like the old days? It, excuse, it has always been a political show. Right. I mean, that's how Chevy Chase wound up you know, hooked on drugs because he, he hurt himself doing Gerald Ford imitations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And m- most people just, uh, they've watched the Chris Farley best of thing and they're like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. what SNL used to That was yeah. funny though, man. I'll tell you, Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah. He was his funny. His best of is a great one. I but, like those. 
His brother was just in here last week. Kevin, oh, yeah. Kevin mm-hmm. Farley. Kevin's the nicest guy in the world. Just fantastic. We were laughing about everything. We are talking about he and his brothers playing football together over in Madison, Wisconsin. How, you know. Wisconsin's dope. You like Wisconsin? I like Madison. I did a show out there with Patton Oswalt. It was like one Get of out. the best shows I've ever done. <laughs> It's only because the Vikings are playing the Packers. You guys don't like Wisconsin? No, we just hate the Packers. Oh, oh, oh. That's, that's the Vikings are playing the Packers around. tomorrow night. Oh, y'all hate me. I'm a Patriots fan, so I'm just the most hated Oh, it's of too all. bad you never win. That's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad your team never wins. Your quarterback's homely. He is a Patriots fan. No, like, I'm not, actually. I, well, I'm old you're not football at all. Yeah. No, I, when I was a kid, they were the Boston Patriots, and they yes. sucked so bad. I was a they Cowboys fan. They sucked for fan. so long. They were, yeah, bad. They were, just they were bad for years. Yeah. They were bad for a long time. They were. They were. Now, Michael Bryant is a huge Patriots fan. I know, fan. yes. I'm, I've been a lifelong Sox fan. That's my sport. I love Tom Brady. Do you love Tom Brady? Love Tom. Yeah, he's got, you know, you know what's interesting about that, Sam, is that Tom Brady, as a man... He's rich. He's talented. He's a great athlete. He's handsome. He's he's got everything. I should hate him, but I don't. Nah, man. You know? How do you, how do you hate <laughs> greatness? I admire him. I was like, man, he's you got doing it, all. it. Yeah, like he's how do you got hate greatness? Model, girl, wife. Yeah. He's got the whole thing. He does, but a lot of people, and especially now, they go, "Oh, I don't like him. I, it's just terrible." Oh, that's because they're corny. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, well, he worked for it. You know what I'm saying? He succeeded. He did. Yeah, he succeeded. It, it wasn't handed to him. If it was handed to him, I guess You're I would right. get it. Even if it was, so what? But it wasn't. You know, he was in there last in the draft. Like he worked for it. No, he did. He earned it. He earned it every step of the way. He he did not even start in college, Mm-mm. and people don't realize when right. he was I didn't Michigan. know that. No, he didn't, he didn't start, start in at Michigan. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, when he was in college, he, went, Michigan, he didn't he even start first. The only reason he got to play was because Drew Bledsoe got hurt in that playoff. Yep. And that's how he came in. I remember that. And then we just never sat him down because he was amazing. He was amazing, and he still is amazing. That game last year, man, I, uh, got, I cried. A, I cried. Because because they came back. I thought they were gonna lose, and I was heartbroken. Yeah. And then the comeback. Oh my God, it was just the best thing. It was unbelievable. It was but so I, good. You know, people from Atlanta were not too happy. It was so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Hey, well, my Super Bowl party was fun. You had a Super Bowl party? Real mad. Yeah. I, uh, I opened up Smash. You, have, you don't have any headphones? No. no. Oh man, that's not good. There's there's a video floating around. Uh, Danny Wahlberg's kid flipping off people. Kid. Yeah. yeah, at the Super Bowl, and they left at halftime because New England was Oh, losing. I do yeah. remember that. Yep, I do remember that. Absolutely. That was bad. And, like, as a New England fan, it's like if you – if you have to have come from a city that loses a lot to understand what it felt like because it was like, oh, this is com- – everything's coming back. We're about to be losers all over. Like, if we lose this way – then it's done. We're just going to be losing again. It was, like, very devastating. It was like, even if we lost, we can't lose like this. Like, this yeah. bad yep. in this position. So it was like, oh, no. Like, our, all the bad's going to come back. Every team's going to suck again. And then that comeback was like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was amazing. We'll take a break. Be right back. Sam Jay is at Rick Brown's House Comedy tonight. Tomorrow night, two shows. Right back, Tom Bernardo. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your My Pillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one My Pillow and get one free online with my code KQRS. 
or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be jolly, We are back, Tom Bernard Show. Talking over and asking Cole is probably not that good a thing to do, is it? No. It's not. There's no question. That's the man. dead. That is about as good as it got, isn't it? There is a Netflix documentary. Actually, About Nat King Cole? It's called Nat King Cole, Afraid of the Dark. Afraid of the dark is name. What is that supposed to mean? How uh, he was treat, how his show was treated, how yeah, he, he was treated. He had his own TV show in the fifties, right? And it was the number one rated show in it the was, country. And they still canceled it, right? Yeah, that's true. People uh, don't. I don't think people know that Nat King Cole had his own TV show. A black man had his own TV show in the nineteen fifties, and it was the number one show on television. And then you am- white people took it from him. Well, we they- don't you got we you white people. <laughs> I think it was the Jews. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh God. They're all gonna be tuning in now. <laughs> well no, it you know there was no sponsorship. Yeah. There was you know He's couldn't get anybody sponsored sponsor the show. Yeah. Well, how about Fat Burger? <laughs> well, you got to remember those type <laughs> places didn't exist in they the did 50s. Not- it was like Agri Soap. Right. I tell you, one of one of my memories. <laughs> For real, those were like the sponsors ivory back then. soap. How did you come up with ivory? That soap? That was a big sponsor. That's where you get soap yeah, operas from. She's right. For soap ivory? operas come from right. soap companies used to sponsor these mini hmm. dramas in the middle of radio. Sam knows your stuff. That's a soap opera. Ivory soap, big sponsor. And what was special about ivory soap? <laughs> I got facts over here. It was white. <laughs> Beyond the fact. It floats. It's the soap that floats. 99 and 44, 100% pure. It then sink to the bottom of the tub. Right. It floats. Facts. Oh, I thought it was because of the 99 and 44, 100% pure. Soap facts. That's what they said. We have soap facts on this show. That was their slogan. Ivory soap, 99 and 44, 100% pure. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything, actually. 0.56 is not pure. The rest of it's all pure. That's all I know. That's everything. The one that always killed me was Irish Spring. Remember their slogan? With a bar of Irish Manly Spring in your hand. Manly is, but I like it too. No, it's like taking a bath, bath in Ireland. Iron, yeah. And, and what? They would always Think like of the Irish as partic- right. particularly clean spring, people. Like, yeah. I remember that. It's like taking a bath in Ireland? With a bar of Irish Spring in your hand. It's like taking a bath in Ireland. 
Oh, that cocoa butter? Tone soap has cocoa butter. So that was the That's soap pretty we good. used at my house. I don't know what I use. It's the culture. Gotta keep that cocoa butter on deck every every way you can get it. You already said you're not ashy. That's why. That's why I don't look thirty five. Well, that's why you're not ashy. Cocoa butter. No, you cocoa do not butter. look like you're thirty five years old. That is very true. That's cocoa butter. That's cocoa butter. Always. Mm-hmm. All right. So you know, I, I'm getting fashion tips. I'm getting beauty tips. I got it all going. Cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. Be good. I. How's that tequila? It's good. It's doing its job. I usually can't that, even drink tequila that? with my mama. That's your mother? Yeah. You mind if I look at your mother? Go ahead. I usually can't uh, drink tequila like this cup. I guess you look like your mother. I guess, yeah. Yeah, you do, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's what the people say. Where's she now? Is she in Boston still? She passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. One very was old. 16. Oh, when you were 16? Mm-hmm. Well, she couldn't have been very old at all. She's in her 40s. Like That's way too young. She's young. That's yeah. way, now way that too I'm young. like. 35, I'm like, that's young. Oh, you didn't think it was nah, young? Nah, <laughs> I, I thought my mom was old, bro. I'm yeah, like, she's old. Like, but now I'm like, mm, that's so nah, young. That's way too young. Yeah, I hit the age that uh, she was when she had me, and I was like, whoa, I couldn't even have She was dope, because I, I couldn't have a kid. I would, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. So you're, gonna have, you're ever going to have kids? Probably not. No? Why not? I just don't care either way. Well, you might be a good mother, though. I think I would be a good parent, but I just, it's not, I'm not moved by it. Like, I don't need to do it. No. Well, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But I'm also just, like, hella busy. Like, it might be a place in my life where, like, things slow down, and I'm like, oh, this is something I want to do. But, like, right now, it just doesn't seem like a thing that would fit. Yeah. What other thing I got going on? How many hours a a day do you work on the show? (laughs) Sam's a writer on Saturday Night Live. It just varies. It just depends on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question about that. We were in Chicago. Uh, NBC has got a museum, an SNL uh, museum, and it exhibits the old entryway, and you know they, they get the original table from the writers' room. Do they still? Do you guys still sit in a room and exchange ideas and mm-hmm. write scripts? That's still how they do it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm fascinated by what that must be like. Yeah, I mean, do you still... just try to crack each other up, or is it at some point just become a job and you're just there, kind of grinding it out? Um, I mean, I think it's like a little bit of both. It's like, you're not trying to crack each other up, but like the, the natural competition of people that all think they're funny is yeah. to try to be funnier than the last funny riff. You know what I mean? Or trying to like pile on to a riff and, and make it funnier. You know what I mean? So like, I, and, and that was you yeah, always kinda the second part of the question. So you throw something out and somebody says, you know, it's pretty good, but what if you did this? And It's just more natural than that. It's okay. like you might say something and then someone just got a tag that's funny. They add to it. And then someone might catch that vibe, throw something out that adds to it. You know what I mean? And then like when it kind of dies, you just kind of move on to the next riff type of thing. Sounds, yeah. uh, that sounds fa- that's fascinating. It's one of my most... This is one of the things that makes me saddest in the world are people who are not funny who think they're funny. Yeah, that actually makes me sad. That's painful. It, it, it is painful. painful. And it it's painful to watch live. It's painful to just watch in an interaction. You know, <laughs> oh, it's man. just a, a hard thing. I saw a comedian one time on stage here, uh, over at with the, I guess it was Mickey Films at the Labor Temple or wherever it was mm. over there. On Central? Yeah, on Central over there. Honestly, God, this guy's on stage, and he's just trying his best, and he's just not funny oh, at all. It's hard he's to bombing. watch. It's like watching a car accident. He honestly got grabbed the mic like this and went, please laugh. I went, oh, Because it's so, like, because <laughs> they're so alone, man. you know? Yeah. It's like, yep. there's no distractions with comedy. So it's like when the person's up there dying, it's like, 
there's nothing to distract you from the death that's happening in front of you. You just like, oh, this is going terribly. Like a singer singing bad, you might like the music. It's different because you can just yeah. close your eyes yeah, and turn up and like, pretend you're by yourself. Not yeah. and it's just not going good. Yeah. Like yeah, it sucks. Bombing sucks. It never feels good. Well, you just you don't bomb very often, do you? I don't. I I don't bomb often, but I I bomb and it sucks. But everybody does, no matter who <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, like you can't not. And it's terrible when it happens. It doesn't feel good. Speaking of that, by the way, I get this is a little bit off topic, but did you see? When Kesha tried to hug Jerry Seinfeld. It was the best thing ever. Oh, oh God, my God. It was, God, it, was a, it was sad. Oh, get away it from was me. good. Yeah, you don't need to do that. <laughs> it was so good. No, no. <laughs> he and Larry David really are the same person. My favorite part was like wishing, uh, the wishing her the best part. Yeah. <laughs> That's Kesha. Oh, well, I wish her the best. You had no idea. It was so good. <laughs> she tried to hug him three times, and all three so times he was like, good. get away from me. And I love that he never like... Conceited, you know, like right. he did interviews after and people tried to make him feel bad. And right. he was like, I don't have to hug people, I don't want to hug. Like, no, I don't have to do that. And it's like, he absolutely does not. That was a perfect answer. No, it is, absolutely. We have a guy on a show from Australia. And if a man was doing that to a woman, he would be a predator. She was trying to force herself on him. He, he That's repeatedly a good point. let her know he was cool and he didn't want that type of contact. Right. That's a very good point, though. If a man did that to a he woman, would be a predator. you're right. So why is she, it? Right. She was being forceful and inappropriate. Yep. Yep. That's Cash, true. you stop that. That's predatory behavior. You ever had Cash on Saturday Night Live? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know. I don't know if she's ever been on or not. I don't know. Well, that, this season. I don't, I don't remember a season that she was on, but also I don't, I don't, either, I don't know every guest, so maybe. No. Did you like when, when Chappelle opened up? Did he open up the season? Mm, you talking about last year? Yeah. I liked his episode. I don't think he opened the season. He didn't open the season? Uh-uh. He won an Emmy for that episode, though. I thought he did. But some people didn't like it. I thought it was great. It was great. He's very, very honest. And so he said some stuff that people didn't like. Yeah, but he always is going to do that. He's always, that's what right. he's supposed to do. That's what he does, and that's what he's supposed yeah. to do. But I loved it because some people are like, ah, oh, God, he's a, they accuse him of being a Trump supporter. and it all was, that. It's so like, crazy, yeah. dog. It's so stupid. Like, he can only give you his opinion. That's all he's yeah. been doing this entire time. Yep. So it's just like, it's weird to me that now that times are changing and, and people are calling themselves more woke, but I just feel like they're they're more asleep than they've ever been. Um, Couldn't agree more, by the way. He's now all of a sudden this divisive character. It's like he's the same Chappelle. He just doesn't, you don't agree anymore. I think he's you a little, agreed I think he's five, actually a little mellower than he used to yeah, be. Yeah, like you agreed five years ago and now you don't agree. So now he's terrible, but it's like he's, Constant and consistent. I agree with and, everything and he's who ever he is said. And what to tell he's you, doing. you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of stupid. I loved what he did, and I can't remember where it was. I think it might have been last week, but he invited a bunch of people to a party. He was on stage, and he was supposed to go to some some very exclusive party. And he asked the entire audience, "You want to go to the party with me?" And they all said, "Yeah." And he took like 200 people to a party with him. <laughs> yeah. nice. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah, actually, he's just doing it. like cool stuff. It's yeah. Great. He's throwing, like, pop-up parties. He's just doing yep. cool guy stuff right now. It's awesome to see. That's interesting. That, that You're right. Chappelle, uh, back, you know, blind white supremacist and doing all that stuff. Was, <laughs> it was one, it's the funniest bit ever. Blind white supremacist is the, so the funniest oh, God, bit so I've funny. ever seen in my entire life, right? And I, it was funny then, and it's funny now. So if some people don't like him now because they don't agree with him, maybe it's you that's the problem. Yeah, it's the, you know? it's, it's like he hasn't shifted. Like, no. Where everyone's saying like he's transphobic. It's like, 
No, if you listen, because of his last special, it's like if you oh, listen to the bit, he's telling you like, this is a thing that's eluding me as a person. Like, I haven't caught up with the times of this, so this right. is my understanding of it from my perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is always what he's done. This is my understanding from my perspective. But now that everyone's so aware of everything, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a horrible dude. It's like, he's giving you Chappelle. He's giving you the right. same Chappelle he's always giving you. I it's thought, so crazy. Once again, I mean, back, back in the day when black people win the lottery and he buys an entire yeah. semi full of cool cigarettes. That was so good. And baby, <laughs> I bought this baby straight cash. Yeah, I bought this baby straight cash. So good. I mean, it's A hilarious. black man known only as Tron. <laughs> Hot <hand. laughs> So funny. You, you think we'll get back to it? People will calm down? They will, man. God, it's I like, hope so. Yeah, they will. It's just people are stupid. They really a are lot of right things now. are happening. The world is changing in a lot of ways, and I think people are just trying to grasp it. And some, and of course, people just go to extremes. You know, they don't know how to just be like, you know, you you not. Things are gonna be different, and you don't have to like ride a wave so hard because it's gonna be no, different. No, I agree. It's gonna be different anyway. I just have you seen the the story that broke yesterday about and it's white people doing it. It's usually all. y'all. <laughs> no, it's true. It's all it's those questions. It's, it's white usually people. y'all. Typical white people. Y'all are usually the start of all the Well madness. we all get together and plan it out. I don't I think it's just in your nature. I don't <laughs> think it, I don't even think it takes a plan. It's just it's, how you guys mentally nature be a pain operate. in the ass. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Me personally, no, I really believe it starts with white women, but I'm not gonna get into it. I couldn't agree more, but it starts with white women. <clears throat> oh, it because does because they're very used to being accommodated, so they oh, think all, all like things it. are supposed to accommodate them at all times. Where's my wife? And so they're always trying to shift no. culture to like, no, you're right, accommodate their sensibilities. You are, and then ab- because they have such a powerful voice, those things become movements, and everybody has to care, and I then love you it. get this type of chaos. I guarantee you that if you're on the freeway <laughs> and somebody's blasting their horn at you and then giving you the finger, it's a young white woman. They just Every turn. time now. They young turn. white women love to honk their horn and give you the finger. I got what? flipped off by an 80-year-old lady the other day. <laughs> and she did it really cool. It's just you. you. Know, I, I'm on the right lane, and she just, you know, people here can't merge, and she just can cut right in front of yeah. me. And, and I had slowed down, and then I pulled around, and I looked over at her, and she's staring straight ahead, and she's <laughs> jammed up against the mirror. It's like, this is so Minnesota. This is. I'm not going to look at like you, that. but I'm giving you the finger. I love that. And I just started laughing. That was ama- that's amazing. It was I cool. like her. This is a true story. Broke last night. There's a golf course in Palm Springs, California, and it's been there since 1958. And when they built the golf course, there were no people on one end of it. And they put these trees up. Uh, and I heard this story. And now a white guy is insisting they tear down all the trees because they're racist. Why are the trees racist? Because apparently black people who live on the other side of the trees can't see the golf course. Oh. But they didn't live there when the trees were black. Are the black people asking to see the golf no, course? No, it's white people. It's once again white people yeah. overreacting to everything. It's so weird. That's what I'm saying. They're actually saying that they're just like tripping. Are racist. White that's, people are tripping. That's they what are. happens when you have nothing else to worry about. Right. You have to make this up is, things to worry about. This is what I'm saying about white women, right? It's not anti-white women. It's just like they right. they don't have like they, they just they people get aren't to pay attention to, more. People ha- aren't used to that's having it as good as they do. That's why white women are always blogging. They blog a lot. They got a lot of yeah, time to blog. That's true. Maybe I have blogging about everything. Everybody else working, white women blogging. Organic food and mother stuff. 
God, I wish Alex and Catherine were here. <laughs> you know you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Especially Sam, Alex. Especially Alex. Yeah. Right Sam J is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight and tomorrow night. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night. What a great thrill having you in. It's always nice to meet new people, but you think very clearly. Is that because of your mother? I would say yes. Yeah, I, I come you from tell. A, I come from a family of critical thinkers. Yeah, yeah, you could tell. Well, thanks for being with us. Thanks and, for having And enjoy me. the rest of your tequila. I'm going to. All right, my dear. <laughs> Magnificent. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.